Are we go. good to go? Yeah. And let us go. We've got Eric Estrada. We can do this. Schwartz is there. Big pick Mike with the camera in the air. Ali is getting his stuff ready. Not a single person on the show is named Freddy. And old Blue Eyes sits right there. I don't know why he doesn't underwear. wear underwear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he didn't find that. He didn't find that too entertaining. <laughs> no, he doesn't. But it, he's he uh, was he's, in until underwear. Uh, well, because he doesn't wear underwear. Oh, everybody in their underwear. How about we all get in underwear, Sean? Now we're not alone. Well, I've never seen Chumon get shy in my life. Underwear. Yeah, I can change. I can take my underwear off with my pants on. <laughs> I just bite them. I just rip them with my teeth. And they're gone. And then That's it. You know, they're only hung together by dental floss anyway. It's like a chicken wing. I got, oh, I'm wearing, I, pull the board, right? I got the French cut underwear. That's what I'm doing. Good vibes. Good vibes right uh, now. Are we ready? Ready or uh, I say yes. I say yes, we're ready. Please. I got lighters. Yeah. Lower. Did I pocket one of your lighters? Mm-mm. You sure? Not yet. Want yeah. one? No, I'm good. <laughs> he pocketed an extra one, bro. This is an extra lighter I'm giving you. How you gonna say no to one? Did I pocket one of yours? We need all the lighters we can get, bro. That's true. What the fuck? You really are. I used, to get, hey, I used to get the lighters when Famous was making lighters back in the day, bro. They would make these bricks. We, I got some from Vibes too. They'd make the big bricks. Mm-hmm. And I'd get fucking like four or five packs of these bricks of lighters with the famous on it. Uh-huh. Dude, I would take them and I'd put a handful in my glove compartment, a handful in the trunk, a handful in my nightstand. I had lighters, Never bro. be without lighters. Ne- you would never catch me where I was like looking to light my cigarette. Like <laughs> I had th- a thousand lighters spread out everywhere, bro. Hey, for Within a weed arm's smoker? Length of anywhere I might be. There was a lighter there. Hey, for a weed Boom. smoker and a cigarette smoker, smoker you can never have enough. You can't be in a car in traffic going to light a cigarette, and all of a sudden, mm. there's not a match or a lighter anywhere. I mm. flip the fuck out, dude. I'll pull the car over and start telling people, hey, you got a lighter, you got a fucking lighter. I've even, I've even <laughs> pulled up next to a guy that I saw smoking when I was fiending, and I'm like, hey! It's like, hey! And he's like, I catch him, and he looks over, and I'm like, the guy doesn't even want to roll that. I'm like, like, hey, man, throw me the lighter. Bro, your lighter. He's like, I only got one lighter. I'm like, I'll throw it back. And then he thinks it's a game, right? Yeah, okay. And he starts like, fucking, I needed to light that cigarette, bro. That shit is serious at that point in time, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So that. Yeah. Hey, Phoenix for a smoke. It's no joke. Good morning and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified Westside host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You tune into the greatest show on earth. It's the Hard Luck Show coming to you from the Pico Youth Center in the city of Santa Monica. Today, sitting across from me, my co-host and my partner, is... 
Chumahan Bow, an American, Indian, Southern Californian, elegant, barbarian, here to wake your motherfucking ass up one time! Motherfucker! Just right. Yeah, I'm talking to you right now. You! It's 5 a.m. Zipperheads. <laughs> you fucking zipperhead, splash some water on your hey, face. Hey, wake Get up, up there, you fucking fucker. Yeah, motherfucker, let's go! Yeah. 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 And on sound, old blue eyes himself. Sean Lewis, certified audio yeah. professional. Talking about engineer. For the hard luck show. Yeah. This is the old school. This is the idea. Nice. I played this like way, 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 way back. It's like some RE. And our showrunner extraordinaire, Mr. Schwartz. Yeah, that motherfucker back again. What's up, fellas? You with it? Let me get some. I'm always with it, bro. Are you always okay? We stay ready. You you don't have to get ready. Exactly. Yeah. Stay, stay ready. With the with the with the Dodger blue yeah. on. Exactly. Repping. Repping L.A. <laughs> on visuals. Right. Yeah. It's Ali. Ali. What's up, Ali? Ali Baba and the Forty Thieves. Wait. Ali Baba and the Forty Thieves. Ali Baba and the 40 Ali Baba and the 40 Thieves. Ali Baba and the 40 Thieves. Okay, Ali, tell us what hey, what time what is, is it? it? Come what on, hit it? us with it. What do we already know? 11.41 a.m. <laughs> thank you. All right. Uh, thank Very you. Good. Now, now, now you know what time it is. Now you now actually. You know. <laughs> Let me tell you what time it is. It's All 11, right, not uh, 40. <laughs> <laughs> At the sound of the tone, you will yeah, yeah. be eleven thirty. Welcome to movie phone. <laughs> All right, and we uh, we got hey, we got well, we got Eric Estrada. Is that Hold yes? On. Yeah, this is him. We have on an extremely talented, yes, talented, yes, devoted, and of devoted. You know, not only one of our listeners, man, this guy is a talented, talented musician, man. Right. Very facets. Right. And he's a big supporter of this show and of Supermax and a lot of other things. Finally got him in to come talk to us and visit us. Fucking cool dude. And it's hard to get a hold of him and get him in here. But he made some time. Chumon? Yes. Let me just tell you a little something about this guy. Yeah. This motherfucker knows how to play the goddamn Fuck, guitar like yeah. nobody's motherfucking business. You Man. go on to his Instagram and all you will see is flames and a motherfucking guitar because this guy lays it down. Smoke. The reason why the guitar begins and ends with an E string is because E stands for Eric Estrada. Isn't that yeah. right? Thank you. Thank you, man. Wait a minute here. Thank you, Eric. Man. Greatly appreciate it. Just so you know, Eric Estrada, this motherfucker has not broken a sweat, got his veins pumping out of his neck on <laughs> yeah. an introduction. Sean, am I lying? It's been a minute. In a long time, dude. That's right. Like, I'm yeah. impressed right there. I'm going to shut the fuck <laughs> yeah, up right now because yeah, yeah. I got something to learn. Man, I- I'm extremely honored to be on the show. I'm a huge, huge fan. I've been listening from day one, so 
uh, like I told Chumahan a few minutes ago, to, to actually see him speaking to me instead of just hearing the the, the voice. Mm, no it's voice. almost surreal for me. I listen to you guys three, oh, four days awesome. a week, man. So thank you <laughs> oh, very much. Hell for yeah, me, nice. dude! That Welcome, fucking man. that fucking old traditional microphone on your arm on yeah. your bicep is oh, a yeah. fucking. It's not only is it a a really great tattoo, the piece that you chose. Thank you. But the, it's placed. Great, dude. That's a dope fucking, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you. It's Thank a you. really dope piece right there. You know yeah. what? Um, my friend Robert gifted this to me on mm-hmm. my fifth year uh, clean. clean oh, from okay. Right on. Oh, are, you, yeah. are, you, uh, are you in the fellowship? Or are you, you know, just kind of um, off? You just don't yeah, I, I've, I've, been, <laughs> I've been, been through the doors, been to meetings. Um, you know, the meetings, I, I don't knock them. They help a lot of people. They sure. just don't work the same for me. Why sure. not? Sure. You know what, dude? Um, I'm a... I'm a, a hardcore drug addict. Yeah. So if I'm sitting in a room with 20 people that are fantasizing about it and talking about it, and I hear this dude telling his story about, fuck, man, I was on this run and this and that. I mean, I might just hop in my whip and go on a fucking run. You start okay. salivating. Right. You start yeah. sweating. Right. It's right. like, yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah. Sure. so I just kind of know, stay mm. away from it. Um, right. You know, I don't knock anybody for it. <clears throat> I know it helps people, but... Um, I've tried it. It didn't work for me. I've, I've sure. been to rehab four times. Uh, it, what worked for me was literally hitting rock fucking bottom. That's... What does rock bottom for wow. real look like oh, for Eric Estrada? The real yeah. one, bro. Yeah, what yeah. is that? Bro, Were you wiping tell. your ass with carpet? Like, what was the rock bottom? <laughs> Ouch. That sounds un- uncomfortable. Oh, it was. No. It still is to this day. <laughs> one of my favorite um, stories of all time. Uh, okay, so rock bottom for me. Um, no, he really meant rock. Right. Bottom. <laughs> all right. Uh, the last time I used was was rock bottom for me. And um, I was I was strung out actually on crack cocaine. Um, I'd been on a run for a few days. My <sighs> wife was, was pregnant with our second child. Damn. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, she was she was on her <laughs> dude. This is such a fucked up story. I, I don't I don't really talk about this too too often. But she was on her last day of work before maternity leave. <gasps> cool. And um, I had a, a few people like I could hit up for for Cavi. You know, um, I would shoot them a text. I'd pull up somewhere, meet them somewhere. It'd be a quick exchange. And uh, this, my wife had gotten to the point, dude, where there was no hiding my use, like using. And uh, she started tracking my phone, started looking at my text messages. Yeah. So I had thought I was getting smart. I'd left the phone at home, <laughs> uh, went on a run, told homie meet me at uh, AM PM. He was there like four hours later than he was supposed to be. You know, the usual uh, right. drug right. addict shit. Yeah. Um, I'm firing up on the way home. I finally get back to the pad. I, I lock every fucking lock there is in the house. And I don't know... If, how you guys use but like when i used i had uh like a a ritual i would go to the same exact place every time to to get high it was like like that was my area where i felt safe right and if you've ever done coke or crack you you need to feel safe because that shit will fuck you right you got paranoid you know Yeah. yeah yeah um so I went to my safe spot um i'm shaking because i'm dying to get my fucking hit and i hear the bolt Whoosh, turn <gasps> and I thought oh fuck I didn't stop what I was doing I, I kept going for it uh, I feel, I'm almost to the end zone and uh, <laughs> my wife dude she was crying she opens the door and says you have five minutes to finish whatever the fuck you have in here or you won't be part of your daughter's lives anymore damn mm. 
So, um, so you smoke real hard for five fuck, minutes. Dude, yeah, 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 I did. did. I did. <laughs> like I did. any fucking righteous addict. He's like, I, I hey, did. when does the time start? I got <laughs> four so five minutes, minutes from now. I got right. four minutes to smoke <laughs> and a minute to clean up. Right, yeah. Well, it's yeah. crazy because I got ten minutes worth of crack, but I think <laughs> I can make it work. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so that was that was really it, dude. Um, I I stopped using right then and there. Uh, I was a cocaine and heroin addict for a long time. I stopped using then, and I became a full-blown alcoholic. Uh, right. Right. Exactly. Okay. I mean, Very good. A mm-hmm. dangerous alcoholic. Graduating to it's another. got to be, because yeah. you're trying to fucking shut the other shit yeah, down, so yeah. you got to use a lot of alcohol. And I always drank. Like, a, you know, it was no big deal to What's drink. What's your drink of choice? Uh, I was whiskey. Yeah. Whiskey. Okay. Whiskey, right. okay. whiskey rock, splash of water, or, All right. uh, oh, okay. or tecates. Right. Okay. Like a 36-pack of tecates. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I either have that <laughs> or blue eyes shakes drink his God head. Thirty six beers, right? right. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, see, the problem. Cocktails, <laughs> I'm gonna drink these thirty six beers tonight. The problem was, um, like, I'd gotten to a point where I'd wake up, I'd take my oldest daughter to school, and right. on the way back, I'd grab like a three pack of tall cans. Sure, you know, grab just a three get, pack of yeah. tall cans, just, and you know, yeah. get prepared, just yeah. get going. Right. And, uh, before I knew it, it's like seven o'clock at night. I'm working off a twenty four pack. Yeah. Third pack of cigarettes, you know. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, after I quit using, I I started drinking um, just ridiculously, man, to the point where if I didn't stop when I did, how I did, something, it was inevitable that something was going to fucking happen. How hard was it for you to come to grips with the fact that, yeah, I'm going to have to stop drinking too? You know what? Um, (laughs) I don't want this to sound weird, but it was emotional (laughs) for me. Um, What do you mean? Alcohol had replaced my friend. Right. When you become like the type of drug addict that I was, yeah. I didn't like hang out and get high socially. Right. I went and copped and went and hid in a fucking motel in my fucking room. Um, just I, I wouldn't share drugs. No, uh, you were you know. isolated. Yeah. And so for a long time, getting high was kind of like my friend. It was I, I don't have a lot of friends. I say that all the time. I know a lot of people, but I don't have a lot of friends because of the way I used to use. And um I traded that friend for alcohol, and because alcohol is so openly accepted, right? I wasn't isolated anymore. So it was I turned into Party Eric, and I was <laughs> I was in a band at the time. Party so Eric. Where, <laughs> Party Eric? Where, did, where did Party Eric go? Bring him back. Hey, what happened to Isolated Eric? Who's this? Yeah. Oh, I'm Party Eric. How yeah. you doing? And um, I was in a band. Party Eric stabbed that fucking person back. <laughs> Party Eric can't find his shoes. Does Party Eric shopped up yeah. those people in Minneapolis. No, Party no. Eric just peed the bed. Does anybody? Party. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That must have been. That must have been him. Yeah, and um. It just kind of, I was sad when I quit drinking because that became like my, my go-to friend. Like I felt comfortable with alcohol. It gave me. Did you have a conversation comp- with it? Were you like, alcohol? Not, we, not we necessarily. To- did you cry? Yeah, I did. You uh, cried? Yeah, I did. Tell me about what happened that you cried. Um, the third day, I, I hadn't drank. Uh, and I mean, when you're like a, in a band and you're touring and you're, yeah. you know. You wake up and you drink. It's right. just part of what you do. And um, I remember the third day, I went out into my music studio, turned everything on, and I sat there like, the fuck? <laughs> What's wrong with me? And it just poured out. And yeah. yeah, man. It was, uh, I think that's when I really realized that I was fucked up, <laughs> that I had a serious fucking problem. Yeah. Coming, you know? to the, 
I think you're on the right show, bro. That's what I think. I think you're amongst friends. Yeah, I think you're coming to the verge of. You know, and I think it says somewhere in the in the it does say somewhere in the AA literature that uh, <clears throat> who wants to admit complete defeat? And yeah, defeat. You know, yeah. and it talk, and I think that like what you're talking about is kind of coming to that place yeah. where you've switched, tried that, 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 and now you've run out of pointing your finger. It's like, man. There maybe there's fucking something wrong, or there's yeah. something fucking wrong with me. Major, major. Um, <laughs> I, I the last day I drank, I I remember it like crystal clear. I went and got drunk, uh, got uh, part of my head tattooed. Right. Um, of course. <laughs> I got extremely drunk off of whiskey, yes. and uh, my wife had to pick me up and drive me home, and I had her pull over on the way home. Off of uh, Etiwanda. I don't know if you guys are familiar yeah, with that I exit am. off of the 10. I had her pull up. Babe, I'm going to get sick. Pull <sighs> over. She pulls over. She's not complaining. And uh, I'm right there on the side of the freeway like at 1 in the morning just throwing it. Blah, blah. And she calmly says, babe, how are you going to do this on tour in a couple weeks? How are you going to make it? She didn't ask me to stop. She didn't say, what are you doing? Wasn't angry. Just ask me a simple question. And a at legitimate that point, question. A legitimate question, man. And at that point, it was like, all right, do I want to try to be successful or do I want to be a fucking alcoholic? Right. I already mm. am successful at one. <laughs> right. You're winning at yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And um, that was it, dude. That was the last time I drank. And so what then, when did you first pick up or start with music? Uh, music. Um, so my dad always played music. My pops always had guitars, um, always had an amp. You know, my parents had me when they were really young. Yeah. I think like 16 and 17. So my pops was like a fucking party guy when he was party Louie. (laughs) Party Party Louie. Eric and party party Louie. Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) you know, he would always have a guitar and around nine, I, I asked him, pop, show me how to play something, man. Show me. They, they always had these huge parties dude like my pops always owned his own business so he would always have his friends over they drink play he had a stage set up in the garage drums wow yeah it was cool sounds and, uh, great yeah 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 it was really cool and when i asked him to show me how to play something on the guitar it was almost i got the feeling it was like get away from me kid you're bothering me you right know? wc fields yeah right. and uh he showed me <laughs> over the hills and far away by led zeppelin yeah because nice. I think he thought I wouldn't learn it, and uh, about an hour, off. Huh? yeah, yeah. About an hour later, I came. Hey, pops, I got that down. What's the next part? He's fuck me, I don't know how to play the rest <laughs> of the fucking song. What kind so, of stuff did your pops play? He played uh, like classic rock, right? Classic. Like what? Smoke like what? Water Smoke, and shit like that. dude. Yeah. That, that's the staple, right there. Yeah, of course, dog. Oye como va? Yeah. You know, oh, Santana. Yeah. My pops, uh, black you know, magic yeah, black, all that stuff. <laughs> He's a grew up listening to like Malo and all that yeah, stuff, you know. Yeah. So he would play a bunch of classic rock music. So, uh, I grew up that's listening. What I grew up on. Yeah, I grew up listening to like the Beatles, Steely Dan, Rolling Stones, um, Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's like your yeah. Anybody that knew you know, growing up, anybody that said, "Oh, I can play the guitar, I can play the guitar," you had the guitar. That's the first thing that they played. Yeah, that's the opening riff. Yeah, dude. Hey, Dad, can you teach me how to play the guitar? Hey, get away from me, me. That's real like. I'm practicing. <laughs> hey, bro, you can no. do that, man. I want right, to learn right. to play it's that. Like, yeah. 
Mijo, I'm playing Smoke on the Water. Get out of here. Hey, get out of here. <laughs> uh, right on, dude. Yeah. So, um, and then, why were you so proficient at the guitar at such an early age? Um, I don't know. I, I like my my grandparents. They were professional musicians. Uh, they were mariachi in, in Mexico, and they, uh, I mean, they owned their own record label. They had like a variety TV show, like Ricky and Desi. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A variety TV show. Yeah, what yeah. was it so, called? I don't remember the name of it, but uh, they were called Felipe y Aurelia, <laughs> and uh, they were successful mariachi bands, you know. So, I think it's kind of always been in my blood, but um, I just pushed myself. I, I always, always had a guitar, you know. And. Everybody um, pays some money at the end of the day. Oh, really? This guy's really. <laughs> hey, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Earbuds, if you don't, if you oh, don't know what's going on hey, right that now. That happened to me last week, bro. Well, Be well, yeah, in front hey, of. In front of. We got well, Big Big Mike in here. Yeah! Schwartz fell. I heard that. Did you hear yeah, that? Yeah, I heard that. Hey, and hey. what's weird about that? Yeah, wait, hold on, hold on. What's weird about that is that Schwartz was just sitting down. Like, he wasn't standing up, and, like, all of a sudden, he was on all fours on the ground. Sean, what? How did that? It, it was weird. It was like, what were you trying to do, Schwartz? Dude, I was just trying to get up, and honestly, like my first movement, I felt like you should probably secure yourself before you stand up. Like, no, 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 I got it. Yeah. Fucking, who are you go talking to, to yourself? Up. Yeah, myself. Oh. That's the conversation I have with myself when I make any movement, whether it's standing up, fucking sitting down, all that shit. Hey, what's really funny is, man, listen to this guy for like a few minutes. Like, is there any wonder why he's been a day one listener of the show? Yeah, actually, there is. I mean, not that he isn't the right personality type, sure. but how did you get introduced to the show? Okay, um, I think I saw Estevan post something with Big Lux. Right. Um, and this was a few years ago, like mm -hmm. like yeah. years ago, years ago. Oh. Um, before <laughs> you guys had started the show. Okay. Before you guys had started the show, and I think I started following Lucky then. And then I saw Estevan post something about the podcast. So I went and checked it out. I think you guys only had like yeah. the, the first episode. I don't even think part two was out yet. Of wow. The Estevan yeah, that's Oreo right. episode. Yeah. That's and uh, from there, I, I just I constantly listen. Like I, I, um, I can relate so much to, to a lot of the drug stories, obviously. But, um, you know, I didn't grow up out here in L.A., uh, but the scenarios i put myself in you don't need to be from la to be in in that window of what's happening and uh i can relate to so much that you guys talk about it's it's crazy stuff i i, I was very very close to i tell my like people all the time i'm a walking talking miracle um a bunch of my friends they're they're not here they're not around right uh, they're either dead or in prison mm -hmm. and I could have easily gone that route, but for whatever fucking reason, dude, yeah, I didn't. Something changed me. Something stopped me. Something grabbed me, picked me up, and said, this way, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, yeah, I fought it, but <laughs> right. uh, thank God I'm here. Hey, Blue Eyes. Uh, this is the fourth question for you, since you <laughs> got a microphone. Right. Yeah. They're always picking on me. Great. <laughs> no, yeah. It, Fourth show in a row. Yeah. Corner. All right. <laughs> he always bitches, but he's got a microphone in front of him. Yeah. Eric. Because you asked me shit. He's on call. Are you going to yeah. interrupt this guy while he's producing the show? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because he's multi talented, this motherfucker. Yes, he Multitask, motherfucker. How can hey, I help you? Well, the reason. <laughs> how can I help you? The reason why I turn it to you is because 
you you're doing your things piloting the Starship Hard Luck show, right? right? And then all of a sudden Eric says, "I've been listening to you guys since day 1." And that surprises you. Sounds like yeah, yeah bro. Why does right. that surprise right. you? Wow. I mean, I guess I, there's a handful of people that have I mean, a very small handful of people who followed us from episode 1. Right? There's a lot of people who have listened from you know episode ninety or whatever, and then consumed episode one. Yeah, but there's only a small. So to find someone who actually did and have him come in, it's crazy. Let me ask you, especially a... someone who's not really. It's not like his friend. It's not Lux's friend. Right. Well, I, I, a, I, go I gotta say though, like as a po- as a new podcast, those first two episodes, if whoever the fuck was listening day one got got. Hooked. Yeah, got hooked because uh, those two for a new podcast. I mean, it's impressive. I mean, what it, makes it, really it impressive, is. Shorts? Seriously, that cliffhanger. Did you like that cliffhanger? Just the uh, dude. Just the. Uh, I mean, the quality of the interview. First of all, Esteban's a great interview. Right. He's right. got tons of interesting stories. Right. People want to hear that shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just think that a lot of new podcasts need to find their footing, and really from episode one. Obviously, it's improved and gotten better, yeah. and tighter, more succinct. But yeah, we finally got Schwartz. coming out the well, yeah. But coming out the gate, it, it was good shit. It's, I'm reminding Estevan right now. Yeah, he yeah. needs to come in. That I need, he needs to come in. Right All right, right. so, <clears throat> so Eric, you've been listening from the beginning, and what I find so the reason why I always go to Old Blue Eyes is because I would Old Blue Eyes is the most like who's gonna give a shit about us talking? No one's listening to us, guys. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You, you know really what? Get... Like, it, well, I think in that. every group, um, when you're doing something that's coming from a creative side, yeah, you have someone that kind of has the realist view, the realist opinion. It's just like somebody that's in a band. Like when you're in a band and you have four or five individuals, you're gonna have someone like you might have all five guys, four guys put their hands and hey, we're gonna make it, okay. and the fifth one is like, whoa, make R- what? Right. Right. Well, how do you know we're gonna make it? Right. No one's even gonna listen to us. Right. But I, I really, you know, um, I've changed my life so much uh, through thinking positively and being a positive person. Yeah. I, I believe you can speak things into existence yeah. and manifest things. To I manifested this happening. Right. I did manif- you? Yeah. Oh yeah. I told Can't... Schwartz that when he messaged me. What did you me mean? What do you mean, dude? Everything is for. Um, <laughs> Ali has gone into a suspended animation. He's folded <laughs> up like a mummy. He's with meditating. His eyes yeah. All right, go ahead. Um, like even as much as to f- already have the intro song planned in my head, it, Rocky Mountain Way. So uh, you picked Rocky Mountain Way, which is kind of fucking creepy because that's what I would have picked. Uh, but dude, like I manifested being on this show. I, I walked around sure. telling my wife, babe, I'm going to be on my favorite podcast. Watch. I'm going to be a guest on my favorite podcast. Watch. Right. I, I, and I, that shit happened. It's a thousand percent right. And he got it exactly right. Well, dude, last Saturday at the gallery, we're doing a live. And he said he mentioned, Kumon mentioned your name. I was like, oh, we got to have that guy on. And, and truth be told, we had um, some guys that were scheduled to be here. And they they canceled last minute. These guys. And I was like, yeah. fucking, I'm like, dude, we got to get this guy on the show. Reached out. He was stoked. And uh, checked, you know, double checked it with Big Lux, making sure it's all good. He's right. like, fucking bring it, dude. Like, let's go. Yeah, and so, so um, yeah, brother, uh, it's it's. I'm telling you, man, that shit is very real, very real. What he's talking about, absolutely. And I've envisioned, 
I envisioned myself with brands, and I ended up with those brands. Oh, yeah. Hey, and, and remember, you envisioned yourself in a dark room with a bald man with a camera. And look, here we are with Big Pick Mike. You're here. It's actually manifested. Can you fucking believe that shit? Hey, I forgot I mentioned that dream that I that video. <laughs> yeah, 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 you did mention. That. Hey, Eric, episode so, 135. Uh, when you so at some point, I can't remember how we connected. I mean, I've seen you do your thing on Instagram. Where do people go on Instagram to see you playing or do whatever? Um, Eric Estrada underscore music. Okay. And he's always, it looks like, I don't know if you guys remember Back to the Future, but in the opening of Back to the Future, Michael J. Fox goes over to Doc Brown's house and there's this enormous <laughs> fucking amp and speaker and wow. a guitar and then he hits it and he just gets blown through the next room and that's exactly the setup that Eric's got <laughs> in his room. He goes right up there and you're fucking, what are you doing there? What is that? Um, that's, that's my home office, like my home studio. Yeah. Um. That's where I create, man. That's kind of like where I'll go in multiple times during the day and get my head right. And uh, I don't walk in or out of that room without touching some kind of instrument, trying to get some sort of creative thing going. Or even if it's me writing down ideas for a live show, for like a live performance. Hey, try playing this song in the middle of these songs live. Right. Um, I just kind of always try to stay creative. Because for a few years, dude, like we had a record deal, my my previous band and all that stuff, and we really got fucked over by uh, someone who's kind of known in the industry. Oh. Jerry Heller? No, no. But I have read Jerry Heller's book. I heard you guys talking about Yes, that. Yeah. and I want to do a show. I love the Ice Cube episode. Did it's, you love that? Oh, my God, yeah. We great, haven't great. even scratched the surface. You yeah, haven't. Yeah. You, you, you no, haven't. no, no. We got a whole, first of all. You we haven't come in and comment on it. Okay. Absolutely. Down. We haven't talked about the beef with Be Real and yep. Cypress Hill. Yep. We haven't talked about all the stories that Schwartz had being yep. over there, right? Sure. We haven't talked about a, all the at over Cube's at Ice house. Cube's house. We started having a discussion this week, but uh, we got cut off. Right. But anyway, and the point <laughs> is, is like, you okay, but so we're going to go through all that. Um, okay, so then, who, so you got, what was your previous band's name? Uh, we were called 100 Proof. We were called 100 Proof. Huh. I, hey, wonder, wait, you drink? I, huh. I wonder if what inspired you to call it 100 Proof. Mm. Huh. Mm. Rubbing alcohol. Right. Huh. <laughs> no, we were called 100 Proof. Uh, I actually had a buddy that, that was in the band when we first started. Yeah. Um, he's uh, related to a lot of the, like, a lot of the, the guys from Eastside Long Beach, like Snoop, Daz, all those guys. And he's the one who really got me into creating music in like a band format. Um, this was a long time ago. And uh, he came came up with the name 100 Proof. He called me one A.E. Good name, dude. He yeah. said A.E. 100 Proof. That yeah. was it. He, he was very, man of very few words. I answered, hey, what's up, bro? Oh, 100 Proof. Hey, <laughs> Did you guys do A. shows I... down in Long Beach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Long played Beach has Long a Beach, crazy yeah. music like he scene. He climbed to the top yeah. of the mountain um, my, for uh, years to right. get the answer. And he goes... Hundred proof, and he walked back into his cave, never right. be seen again. Eric he said called he just it. called him up. There wasn't called like me. a high. No, or no, no, no. It was just like hundred proof. And no he emotion. He no. wouldn't like uh, say bye either. He's one of those yeah. guys. Yeah, so Sean's like, like that. Hundred proof. Like, hey, that's what it is. You Click. Just get out of his yeah. sight. That's like Sean's like. As soon as he stops talking, you leave. Yeah, yeah. So that was the name of our band. The we were pretty pretty popular, dude. We signed a pretty big deal. With we. 
with uh, Silverstone Records. It was uh, that's oh, kind of ooh yeah. That's the guy that that's the guy that fucked us over. Wait, why doesn't that sound good, Steve? You just you had a visceral reaction. No, no, no. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I just I have a thing anytime I hear anything that's named after um, a rock or a precious metal. It usually <laughs> huh. means people are up to no, Dude. nothing good is going to come out of that. When I they s- take I precious so metals that. and like like a really big rock or some type of rock. Right. Now it's I understand. solid, you know? <laughs> now a, I know. Yeah, where were you then? Fuck. Super stone. That's a double. <laughs> yeah, that's a double that's whammy. double whammy. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny how, how we met this guy. It's like in the movies. It was just like in the fucking movies. Right. Um, we get asked to open up directly for Cypress Hill. We get a call one day. Uh, Cypress Hill is doing a 420 show in Riverside. Right. No one else is performing with them. We get a call from Ticketmaster. Hey, what's up? We, we want you guys on the bill with Cypress. All right, cool. I, for me, I'm... I'm a huge Cypress Hill fan. Right. Um, There's not a stone or a rock in that name. <laughs> so for me, um, it was surreal, dude. Um, that was something we'd manifested also right. forever. It was almost as exciting as coming to the show. Almost. Not okay. not quite there, yeah. but it was almost there. And um, So we, we go, we perform, we fucking kill it. They, we, they, we do an encore. We perform for like an hour and 15 minutes. And um, it's funny, like when we first check in, yeah. um, I think it was... Doug, you know Doug from the Cypress Hill crew? Doug from Poor Kids? What year? Um, this is 2016. 2016. I don't know Doug. Okay, so Doug is a, like a, a guy that goes on tour with them a lot, handles a lot of stuff for them. Right. He's there kind of rolling stuff out as we're checking in. Right. B reels on turntables. And Doug comes over to us and says, Hey, you guys, you guys can, your, your room's up there. But when the band comes on stage, nobody can be on fucking stage. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Really? Like, I grew up listening to them since fifth grade. What the fuck? Right. So I kind of, I didn't take it personal, but I just, it was kind of like a downer, right? Right. So we go up in our dressing room. We, we start rolling up heavy. You know, we, right. we smoked a lot. Yeah. And uh, I come up with this idea. You know, everyone in the crowd, it's sold out. Sold out, dude. Everyone's How big is the crowd? Uh, about... Probably about five thousand, four or five thousand. Nice. So everyone, Cypress, Cypress, and my band is starting to worry. Like, dude, they don't want us out there. <laughs> what the fuck are we gonna do? So I roll up like a seven gram joint. Yeah. And I know already, like, dude, this is what I would want to see if I was at a Cypress show and some idiots were coming on before them. I want to smoke, you know. So I roll up. We have this intro music playing while the lights are off. And you just see this giant fucking cherry walk in across the stage. 
And the crowd just starts going nuts. So I take the joy and I hold it up. Ah! <laughs> and we Gross. fucking smashed, dude. We smashed. We're like a heavy rock rap group. Okay? Right. Almost like Rage Against the Machine. Right. And um, it's the second we come off stage, Doug cut. Hey, you guys, Cypress wanted to let you know you could hang out on the stage while they're performing. You guys are good. Right. That's so, <laughs> awesome. so to me, that was kind of like a cosign, right? Like, yeah, hey, you guys, you guys cut it. Right. Yeah. So we're on the side of the stage smoking tough, dude. Right. I mean, smoking tough. <laughs> smoking tough. That's smoking the name tough. of your next album. <laughs> Go ahead. Smoking tough. I'll get and, that T-U-F-F. Uh, <laughs> and one of, my, one of the guys from my crew, one of my roadies comes over and says, hey, E, the security wants to see you, dude. And I'm like, fuck, we, we pushed it too far, right? right. We pushed it too yeah, far with the smoke. Too much. They wanted wanted too no tough. such thing. Bro. Right, they wanted to hit it. So yeah. uh, I walk over to the they security guard. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, bro. Where's my cut? My portion. And the security guard says, hey, man, this guy wants to talk to you. Uh, he works with Cypress Hill. He's one of their managers. Right. So there's this guy... Fucking white guy with long hair, rock and roll guy. He's wearing like the sports, the velour sports coat with the the Levi's. Yeah. Oh, the cool. Chuck, the Chuck Taylors. Oh, he yeah. Looked, music industry. Looked guy. like a music guy, right? Part of the scene. For sure. Smelled, smelled of, of fresh cologne. You Hell know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. He got Aqua Velva. So he right. says, he says, you guys just fucking blew me away. I haven't seen a performance like this in a few years. Who are you signed to? And at that time, we were signed to. Uh, Sony slash Solon. Uh, have you heard of Solon Clothing? So we were signed yeah. to, they had a record label before. Yeah. We were signed to Solon Records. Good friends with Jeremy Hanna, the owner. And um, I tell him, he says, fuck that. Give me a call. I want to work with you guys. I'll, I can get you guys on radio. I can do this, that, the other. So we start having meetings with this guy right over here in Century City. Um, the big building that's next to the Westfield Plaza, right? Yeah. We start meeting in there. I mean, this guy has fucking gold records everywhere. Right. We're, we're doing it. Was there a metal or a stone in his last name? <laughs> his name is, I'm going to drop his name. Kay? Do it. Mike Quinn. His name is Mike Quinn. Okay. Watch out for this guy. Bust Watch oh! out. Oh! Mike, Fuck yeah. Mike Quinn. Fuck yeah. Mike Quinn. You heard it here. Side of the neck. Okay. Right. right in the fucking neck. Right. So, <laughs> and under the chin. And so if we you start... don't like it, Mike Quinn, you can come right in and see us. Yeah, yeah. why don't you see come me. on down here? Yeah. Absolutely. And come and see Ali. We were, working, we were working. We were working with a really cool guy at that at the time. Um, Lux, you might know him, uh, Pep Williams. I know. Yeah. yeah okay, yeah, so yeah. we were working with Pep for um, for a while, and we tell Pep Williams he was kind of like our manager, helping us get you know uh, interviews yeah. and stuff like that, blogs. And he's telling us, "Yeah, hey, that's that asshole." Where? So, oh, Blue Eyes has the asshole up. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Pep is telling us <laughs> he looks like a douche. Oh, is that? Let me see him. Super Pep is douche. telling us like, hey. Oh, you have Snoop right on the very front. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Today, Snoop current. You're, you're not. He looks yeah, like no. the kind of guy that's eating a lot of Tostino's pizza. Yeah, right? I'm gonna follow that guy. Send <laughs> yeah. me a snapshot of that guy. I'm on him. Go ahead. Go so ahead. Pep starts telling us, hey, you guys, like I, I've done some homework on this guy. I, I don't think he's the guy. A jerk. I don't think he's the guy. You guys are on the perfect track. And at this time, we're in the we're actually out here in Santa Monica tracking songs at, um with suicidal tendencies, man, with Mike. We got invited out to their studio. We played a show with them. Mike invites us out to his home here in Santa Monica. Mm -hmm. And uh, we start working on music with him in right. his home studio. He flies a guy out from fucking Europe right. to track us and shit. And uh right. Pep's telling us, like, look, dude, you guys are on the right path. You guys are about to start doing big things. Fuck this guy. Right. And 
Fuck you know, that son of a bitch. We, fuck uh, my queen. Uh, even fuck like, fuck my queen. And we started taking meetings. Meeting with this guy. Um, he'd pull up to where we were in fucking Maybachs. The, the new S-Class and shit. Everything seemed cool. This guy's good. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Jerry yeah. Heller warns about this guy. All that shit you see, all that shit. Jerry Heller has this. You can have that, counts, that too. Wait, yeah. all that shit counts, see? Hey, listen, Jerry Heller has a thing where he goes, you, and I'm not here to defend Jerry Heller, but he definitely yeah. Go said, ahead, defend him. I'm not! <laughs> he said, listen, on. he's the devil! I know no. you like, you always like Jerry Heller. No. I know that. Loki. <laughs> Show us a Jerry Heller tattoo. All right. Show here's everyone the Jerry Heller. That's why leg. he didn't want to take off his Jerry shirt. Jerry Heller He's got tattoo. a Jerry Heller portrait oh on his gut. Listen, ruthless. All right. All right. That's why they call it ruthless. Hey, listen. Okay. okay. But he did say, he goes, I've been in a lot of situations, and he said, and there's been a lot. I've heard more big talk than you can imagine by motherfuckers who claim that they have all the money and everything. And he right. said, if somebody shows up, to the lunch or the meeting in a Maybach or whatever, but then they ask you for some cash to give to the valet, oh, they're full of fucking shit. shit. Smell them coming away like a cheap suit. Right. So this guy shows up at the at the at your thing with the big cars. Yeah, he pulls up to a rehearsal one time that pulls up he, like we he invites us out to a club out here in LA. I'm I'm not at this time I'm not drinking anymore. Right. No party yet. No party, no drugs. Right. Um, this I'm is just, straight edge, Eric. Yeah. I'm hustling weed full time. Hustling weed, Eric. Um yeah, hustling weed, Eric. But um I wasn't partying. I wasn't in the streets to that capacity. <laughs> and this guy invites us out. He invites us to clubs. He's hanging out with rappers and right. entertain actors, right. kids from Nickelodeon. Right. And it doesn't impress me. Like, kids I, from Nickelodeon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was managing. All of a sudden, went sound left turn. <laughs> right, yeah. it was like he's hanging out with <laughs> rappers. Cool. But no, no, he's, he was hanging out. Yeah. Managing, but, managing, but certain also, kids from right. Nickelodeon, right? But, but Nickelodeon also, part. Now he's rapping. And also those kids from Salute My Shorts. Uh, he was he, uh, he also managed. This is crazy, dude. We, one day Short we walk temple. into his office for a meeting. Right. And he's finishing up a phone call. Say by the uh, bell. Say by the bell. You guys want to shoot Mr. Belly? Guys want to shoot example? He's finishing up a phone call. I love Shirley Temple. Yeah. Right. Roy Rogers. With, I'm a Roy uh, Rogers man. Go ahead. With a rep for Charlie Sheen. He was managing Charlie Sheen at the time. And he, oh, what's we wrong were, with Charlie Sheen? We found out about <laughs> the whole AIDS thing before it was even announced. Oh, oh you I were hip to that. Charlie Tiger yeah. Blood. Yeah. Oh, I forgot Tiger Charlie Sheen blood. has AIDS. I yeah. forgot that. Yeah, he told us he got it from passing a dollar bill. Oh, of course. Oh, with Pat, blood uh, all over the yeah, car. Yeah, he's the dollar bill. He was passing an eight-inch cock between his wife and himself. Him and his wife were sharing a cop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were working with bloody yeah. dicks. Right. Yeah, so he, <laughs> they were working with bloody dicks. He took us for a ride, dude. Like we really one bloody. Right? Oh, one. only one bloody. We're sharing dick. it. Oh, right. Did yeah. you get yeah. money out of yeah. the situation? Sorry, sorry. sorry. No, we didn't. We right. didn't. We got dude. off on some um, weird dick shit. Okay. He started like <laughs> when I look back at it all now, it all makes sense, right? Like for a scam, <laughs> it all makes sense. Like he started detaching us from our. Our circle that was supporting us, like Jeremy Hanna from Solon, he started. Oh no, I'm yeah, gonna send them a letter. Cutting, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna send them a letter. Yeah. They're not gonna deal with you anymore. They need to pay you guys out. Everything, blah right. blah blah. Like Ike Turner. I, yeah, dude. Yeah. I had nothing but love and respect for Solon. Next thing you know, you're at war with everybody. Right. Next right? thing you know, oh, you're dude, married to him. That's what it felt like. That right. that's kind of what it felt like. Like all the God people we were damn. cool with, we couldn't be cool with anymore. Uh, right? dude. Dude, that story is heard that's so often dude, in the music industry, bro. That it's crazy. is the, and that's why that industry is so fucking full of shit, man. Like, snakes. Shit like that's like all the time in that industry. Yeah, snakes, yep. man. And um, oh, snakes. 
we get to a <laughs> we get to a point where we're recording and it's time to start putting music out and he says well look we're going to put some money into you guys. He starts showing us like a, a business plan for money that they're going to put into us. Right. But because you guys aren't a big band yet, right. you guys are going to have to pull out some of your own cash to right. do this and that. Everybody needs to have skin in the game. Yeah. It takes so, money to make money. So I, I, I kind of talk to the guys. We kind of see this. We're blinded, dude. We're right. so blinded by what he's showing of course, us. Man. Of course. You know, we go in, we bring our, our full band into meetings. And right. my brother was in my band. My little brother was in my band. Right. And he's showing us project. Guys, this is how many. Pro- guys, guys, guys. Right? Guys, guys, <laughs> guys. This motherfucker that you showed us the picture of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you Please make sure I get a screenshot of this fucking. Oh, yeah, shit. Man. He's and on the H Lux shit man. list. He, oh, um, he took a Piece. lot of money from us, dude. He took a lot of money from us. Hold on. I'm going to say this right now so that it's clear. Any motherfucking big city lawyers out there rubbing your hands together, this is all allegedly. This is all allegedly. Allegedly. There's no defamation and nobody knows for sure exactly yet. But go ahead, Eric. We got receipts. We got receipts. How long ago was this? Is the statute of limitations run? Because we might want... 2017. Oh, four years? 2017? Five years, yeah. Statute of limitations for fraud is three years of discovery of the fraud. Statute of limitations for breach of contract is four years. So what? when... There's when, no uh, statute of limitations for an ass whooping, though. Oh, no. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. But let me ask you this. None how whatsoever. Much money, how much money would you allegedly say was built? About 50K. Mm-hmm. About fifty k of our own many, money. How many years ago did you become aware that it was built? What's the last, latest that you could, in good faith, say? You know what? That's really when we knew it was fraud or it was breach. Same year, two seventeen. Yeah, you're kind of tough. It's Same year. That's a, tough, that's a statute of limitations. Same year. Um, yeah, he he stopped answering our calls. Uh, <sighs> oh. Stop. Yeah, and it was so like I mean. It's funny, dude. Like it's it's embarrassing, you know. Like I, my brother and I have never really talked about any of this shit. My brother stopped doing music the second this shit happened. Damn, it was. Oh, really? um, Still. I, I stopped doing music for a couple years. It's for a about heart- a year when it happened. It's a heartbreak. I hope this guy it was. Is listening. It was, man. I hope it was, this uh, jerk off listening. You know, like right. when you when you work on something for years, not just something that you, hey, this is a hobby, but something that you're pouring your heart, blood, and soul and sweat into, um, and somebody comes in like pulls the rug out from underneath you and it sucks yeah what it's, was the name of the album that you guys are putting together so dude he even ha- he had us change our band name what from 100 proof yeah to what yeah. to what to raid the empire he did what he did what <laughs> he did what we'll go right there shut it down we're going over there right now <laughs> he did what he did he did raid um, the empire raid the empire now was he, he was yo, a did Star he do Wars that fan? because of the rage the the connection to rage or no 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 um it was because there were other bands that were, and we spelled our band name differently. It was right. spelled out 100 and then proof. Right. There were bands that had like 100 proof. And I guess he was, what he told us was he was worried about lawsuits, worried about people coming out of the woodworks. Fucking idiot. Yeah. yeah. Fucking uh, idiot. Yeah. Dude, yeah. we had fans idiot. T- with our logo listening. tattooed Look at Sean. on them. Sean, 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 Sean just laid down and he's staring at the sky and shaking yeah. his head. Sean, please clue us into your foot. You guys a jerk off or what? Come on, this guy. I mean, I'm with. I'm. I, I'm riding with with Lucky on this. Uh, 
Maybe yeah. we, we knock on this guy's door. Yeah, dude. yeah. We dude, there's you know, this guy disappeared. We need to Sean show on this guy. allegedly Jesus. didn't do it. Listen, Christ. it would be a shame. It would be a shame. It would be a shame if every bone in his body got broken somehow from a fall down of stairs. I yep. sure yeah. hope he really watches out yeah. for himself. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, slip. he doesn't fall yeah. down on a fucking uh, you know the, the you know, bad wrong end of a gun. Hey, listen, <laughs> blow his fucking head off. <laughs> I, Listen, yeah. you know what? Hey, hey. Allegedly. Or allegedly. As one, as one does. No, a so small I heard. caliber. <laughs> right. And he, and he falls on it and he hits him in the gut. Yeah, 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 and yeah, I yeah, hope yeah. it doesn't right? ricochet around yeah. and tear up a bunch of internal right. That would be awful. You know, <laughs> you know what you also have to be careful of? 22. Around guitars. Huh. Those guitar strings are real sharp. Oh, yeah. boy, they could cut cheese. Allegedly. Yeah, they're like Allegedly. piano wire. Right? Yeah. Oh, they're like that. You know, I've heard piano some wire. people have had their head accidentally cut off with <laughs> right. some piano like wire. A, like a stick of mozzarella. I wouldn't <laughs> want that for him. <laughs> like, I a want... <laughs> <laughs> like a loaf of mozzarella. Like a mortadella. Like a mortadella. Like a gabagol. Hey, gabagol. Right? Hey. Well, what am I? Huh? So, so, menu, how, right? Maron. Hey, maron. Maron. Okay, okay, okay. Stuggat. Let him go on. Maron. Get him on. Huh? What's the matter, you, huh? Hey, we just went to Brooklyn. Let's turn around. Let's get back to California. Uh, you don't like a, you don't like a, the ice pick in the back of your head? What's the matter with you, huh? This guy's like it. fresh on, fresh over. Yeah, yeah. fresh over. Yeah. Look, he's like a guy from Brooklyn who's like, you know, an American. Fucking Chumon just like came over the fucking water. Sicilian from Africa that just came to America. Hey, I'm like the cousin on the Sopranos with the long hair. Hey, what's the matter, huh? Oh, my God. Hey, what's the matter, you, huh? What was his name? What was that guy? Furio. Fabrizio. Oh, hey, you don't like a ice pick? I slap in your face. <laughs> Fabrizio. What's the matter, you? Huh? I'll break your face. All right. So anyway, so what happened? So um, <laughs> we so, kind of found yeah, out goat. what was going on when he stopped answering our calls and yeah, all that shit. And um, it, it just you know it, it got to a point we were gonna take legal action, right? But um, you know it did a lot of damage. Like my my fucking band broke up. Yeah. Um. Like I said, my brother stopped doing music. Uh, it got to a point where he was just like, dude, I don't even fucking care. Right. Fuck that. Fuck all that shit. We yeah. got fucked. I, I don't even want to hear about music. Fuck that. Fuck that shit. We got fucked. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, we got that fucked three ways. That's terrible, fucked. man. All right, so then, yeah. so, so, okay. So now I see you with the guitar. So what the fuck is going on now? Yeah. Um. So I... When all that shit happened, I, I stopped doing music for, for almost about a year. I was, I, dude, to be honest, I was really embarrassed. Um, my pride was hurt. Yeah. I, you know, I, I felt like I just kind of threw away an opportunity we had been working on for years. Right. Um, a bunch of weird stuff happened at that time, like as far as my band breaking up, uh, some personnel changes. Right. Um, one of my good friends that was filling in for my bass player that quit uh i kicked him out of the band because i thought he was using drugs right he joined my friend's band and killed a couple oh. people in that band at a rehearsal damn like on accident or oh no it was completely planned out holy um, shit yeah Whoa. he wasn't even along with his band members or what you know Look. what um was he using drugs um no he wasn't and that's kind of what fucked me up after it all like uh it's crazy, dude. So he was in our band. He he's I, I run into him at Nam convention. You guys know what Nam is? Like yeah. the big Sean, convention. Nam, what's Nam? Yeah. 
So I am a national, I don't know, but I've been there. It's a trade music trade show. Thank you. Thank you. Now he gets mad. So I run run into him at NAMM and his family's in the music business. And I tell him, hey, we got this this band going and this and that. We're getting ready to release some some major release. But my bass player quit the band. He says, dude, I'll fill in for you. No worries. This guy was a very good friend of the band. When we'd go on tour, he'd sleep on the floor in our room, right? Was his name Flea? No, no, okay. no. Go ahead. His name is uh, John McVoy. John okay. McVoy. John McVoy. Oh. And uh, hmm. he starts flaking at rehearsals, stops mm. showing up on time. Mm. Three hours after rehearsals. St- I'm, I'm, for me, it takes a lot to really piss me off. But It takes a lot to piss me off, too. But little things, <laughs> but little things like, <laughs> like not being on time, oh. Uh, oh. you know, being rude, t- you know, just r- I'm huge on respect. Oh. And M- with- My name? <laughs> with with the way he was treating us, I felt very disrespected. Mm, mm. So I said, look, John, I called him one day. I said, look, John, um, I don't want things to get out of hand with us. I value our friendship. Mm. Why don't we just throw in the towel here, dude? You know, no mm. hard feelings. Mm. Um, let us keep moving forward. Mm. So he says, all right, cool. He ends up joining my friend's band, and they're getting ready to go on Van's Warp Tour. Van's and, Warp Tour. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one night, we're all in a rehearsal, rehearsing for Nam actually. At my home studio, and uh, we all of us start getting these Facebook notifications, and uh, yeah, it was crazy, man. Um, I start looking at the notifications. I'm getting blown up with phone calls and texts. Yeah, what do you see? Uh, I see that my friend Victor has been shot in the head. His wife has been killed, and their baby was shot. God damn! And my my good friend Victor uh, lived in Long Beach. He's from Long Beach, and he's. He's a stand-up dude that won't take anything from anybody. So I think, damn, Vic was out with his family. So he didn't like what somebody said. He told them, hey, watch your mouth around my family. And this is what happened. So this is what I think, right? So right. I tell the band, hey, let's take a quick break. Uh, you guys smoke if you're going to smoke. And right. we all go outside for them to smoke cigarettes. I start reading the, the link that I'm sent. Right, there's a news report. There's a news report, uh, Vic shot in the head, his wife, they, he, they named the wife Baby Shot. It says, 36-year-old 30, suspect, Jonathan Kevin McVoy, was beaten by the other people there and taken to the hospital before taken into custody. And when I read that, I'm reading it to my band, and I kind of like, wait, what? John McVoy? Right. And my brother looks at me like, what the fuck? And at the same time, I hear my wife in the house go, oh, my God. Oh, my God, baby, baby. It was just, she was crying hysterical. And it's like, dude, that could have been you guys. That could have been you guys. I ended up getting a call from their band saying, hey, the detective wants to talk to you. Damn. Uh, He would like to speak with you if that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever I can do, man. Yeah. Detective says, look, dude, we found uh, an actual letter this guy planned on showing up here tonight and killing everyone in the band and himself. Holy fuck. Do you have any idea why? It's like, dude, I mean, we've been in like band fights, like in public where it's, you know, shit pops off. Yeah. And you'd see John like cowering behind, like he would just, I never saw him yell at anybody, never saw him cuss at anybody. Just wasn't that kind of person. Listen. Yeah. That's, not Schwartz, I just want to say that I'm very sorry for anything untoward I've you, said to you. I, I accept it. Oh, blue eyes, I've ridden you. I just want you to know that I don't want to have any kind of trouble. And God bless Ali, unclench, unclench your fist, Ali. Open your hand. What do you have in your hand, Ali? All right, go ahead. You have to put metal detectors in. <laughs> Big pick, Mike. 
Yeah, yeah. man. And um, that was kind of like a that happened all around the time, literally around the time we were going through our record deal thing. And right around that same time, um, I get caught up my selling massive amounts of weed. What's massive amounts? So this was back then. Um, uh, I was doing maybe so when I got caught up, I was at about like 20, 25 pounds a week. Um, wow. And so, how do you store that? Like, how's that? Get oh, st- it was there was no story in it, dude. It was gone before I even put my hands on it. Really? Yeah. So I, I worked with wait, um, wait, wait, wait. Schwartz just laughed knowingly. <laughs> Did you listen to the implosion show? I heard it. I listened to it. Um, I thought it was a good show. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah. And did you hear me trying to ask Schwartz about weed details? He was very buttoned up. Yeah, he yeah. was. He, after speaking with Schwartz before the show, though, I see why. He comes from <laughs> a different generation of of that culture. Right. Where, about. yeah, they don't talk. I like See, like... I come from a different generation too, where I've never posted a picture of money. I've never posted a picture of me around a hundred pounds of weed. Right. I you never post a picture of you in a fight. Like that's just you don't tell on yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. True that. Um. Yeah. 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 So I kind of get why he stayed buttoned up. But yeah. Um, yeah, I got caught up major, man. Like, uh, <laughs> my. I had I, I had Bank of America at the time, and right. I had like notifications set up to let me know when my bank balance got to a certain point. And I, I'm up at a wedding at my cousin's uh, place up in Fresno, Fres- yeah. Fresnalgas. Yeah, Fresnalgas. And um, I see this notification go off: your available balance is zero dollars. And I'm like, oh, whoa! Right. That was kind of fast. How did that happen? Right. And at the same time, my boy that I worked with, uh, he's blowing me up. Eric, what the fuck, man? I'm, I'm calling you, dude. What's going on? Yeah. And I knew, I mean, like my stomach just dropped. I knew exactly what it was. When you're in that game, when you're, when you fuck around like that, you know what can come of it. Right. So it's not a surprise. I wasn't like, oh, I don't understand how this happened. It was like, all right, um, what do I do from here? Right. Somebody's on to us. So we end up getting caught up because uh, he had a, a guy. He was, he was from here, Southern California, owned a delivery cannabis delivery service, and I was a wholesale guy. So I would sell big packs like pounds of weed to different people so um this guy ends up becoming like my number one guy he gets to a point where he's got a few delivery services now and he's branching out to a different state um now the state thing was always kind of the gray area but he was legal to operate in that state right Uh uh-huh but because we were taking it from one state to another, it was, state lines. it was trafficking. <laughs> we were sending money through banks. That was wire fraud, money laundering. Oh, federal. Yeah. It was federal, dude. So um, <laughs> we get caught up. Um, he had somebody that went and told uh, Las Vegas Metro that we were flying in like 50 pounds a week. <laughs> and uh, Why is that funny, Schwartz? Just... Why is that funny? Oh, it's fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked, fucked up. Fucked up. So um, we, we get caught up. Uh, it's funny, like, uh, I keep thinking, I keep telling myself, like, just call the bank, tell them this is a misunderstanding. I'm yeah. still being naive about it, right? Right. I'm, big misunderstanding, guys. We're good. We're all good. And uh, I call the bank. She gives me this, I make why a complaint. <laughs> yeah, she gives you this, this number. You lady? If you want your money back, yeah. call this number. She gives me this number, okay? Right. She <laughs> says, so, yeah, I see exactly what you're talking about. You know, we can go ahead and help you get your money back. Just call uh... this number. Yeah. So, 
You uh, guys just go ahead and keep that. Hey, guess what? You just won free tickets to the NFL. I just need you to come down to the station yeah, to pick them yeah, up. Yeah. So I call the number. I call the number. It goes to voicemail, and I leave an irate fucking voicemail. Oh, yeah. I leave a fucking irate voicemail, dude. And uh, I get a call back from a Vegas number. So I think, all right, here's the bank. Time to get my money back. Yeah, Eric Estrada. Yeah, this is him. Yeah, this is Detective Such and Such from Las Vegas Metro. Yeah. And I'm like, what kind of accent is that? He, I thought I thought he was from New York. Okay. I, he sounded like a New York kind of guy, right? <laughs> right. So um, hey. I say, oh, hey, sir. Like, my whole demeanor changes. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. No the longer voice, irate. The yeah. voicemail I left was, I better get my fucking money, blah, before I fight. All those, those kinds of right. comments, right? Oh, hello, sir. How's it going? But yes. How may I help y- you? You are speaking with Mr. Shot. <laughs> Yeah, I just got your voicemail, Mr. Estrada, and I want to talk to you about a few things. It seems that your friend, uh, Mr. Reed, has uh, gotten himself into some trouble. Do you know a Mr. Reed? Uh, uh, yeah, I work with him. We promote concerts. That was like our... I had it. Dude, I had it. I had it on lock. I had right. uh, uh, S-Corp, uh, LLC, business accounts. You know, we had uh, things on paper that made it look like we were delivering food, like we were promoting concerts. Right. And uh, he just kind of laughs. He says, yeah, you know, I've been doing this a long fucking time. Uh, let's just cut through the shit. Okay? Oh, yeah. I let's like just that. cut through the shit. Yeah. Stole you, my line. <laughs> he says, "He says, um, are you aware that your friend has been trafficking illegal drugs from California to Las Vegas? <laughs> what? That's. What? Yeah. No. My, my friend? No. No, man. No way. Different Mr. Reed. Sorry. That's <laughs> a very common name. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not trying to make a joke, but that's a very common name. Yeah, and it got <laughs> got out of uh, got out of control after that. Like I, you know, I, he tells me, "Hey, yeah, so if you didn't do anything, you just sit tight. We'll get you your money back." <laughs> hey, we're gonna help you. We're gonna help you. We're here to help you, right? Yeah. I uh, public sweeping. I tell my boy right away, "Hey, bro, fuck that. We don't need the money back. Uh, take it on the chin. It's a loss." Uh, he says, "Fuck that. I'm getting a lawyer." <laughs> I'm getting a lawyer. Fuck that. Okay. There's Fuck always them. there's always one, bro. Hey, there's always I mean, all one. right, a lawyer though. So maybe the lawyer might set him straight. So now at this time, yeah. this is when this is before I know Mike Quinn is fucking us, and we had just signed like this big deal, right? And I'm thinking, dude, I'm about to go to fucking prison, like, and and with the charges like that, I was hearing from the lawyer, right. trafficking, money laundering, right. wire fraud, right. Um, but a lot of great musical careers got started in prison, <laughs> right? Nipsey Hussle, all that stuff, right? Don't fuck around. A lot of great books have been written in prison. That's right. Hey, <laughs> a lot of great books. So I kind of um, keep it to myself. I tell my wife, I tell my mom, and I tell my brother in the band. I don't tell anybody else. And my plan is, all right, dude, just start hustling as much as I can before I go to prison. By the time I get into prison, we're going to have a single out. I can feed my family at least for a few years that way till I learn to get down in prison. Mm-hmm. Um, so I start hustling again, dude. I start hustling even bigger than before. I link up with the guy that I knew from high school that lived in the same town as me. He's going full throttle on like the, the black market cannabis thing. And uh, I start noticing weird things. Um, back to making money. And one day I'm... <laughs> One day I'm in a store, I'm in, I'm in like a Macy's or something, and I'm buying something for my wife, right? It was like our anniversary coming up, and there's these two fucking guys that are, hey, he's hovering over me like a fucking vulture, this guy. He's just kind of like next to me. We're, at, we're paying for something, I'm paying for something, and I notice a uh, tall white dude and a small black dude. 
<laughs> and um, the yeah. first thing I That's think the is Oreo crew. these two dudes have no business. Like they're Together. they're not homies. Right. These two right. dudes are not fucking homies. Right. They're Check both the wearing shoes, man. they're both wearing like a moving company shirt. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck, dude, right? So starving students, some cross I, they, trainer, Nike tennis. Check the shoes, bro. Five. They, uh, dude, every undercover cop gets given away by their fucking shoes, because bro. Because they buy their tennis shoes at Big Five. Straight up. <laughs> hey, bro, straight have you ever up. seen? Up, dude. So, yeah, it's exactly plenty. Weird. You've seen some shoes that shouldn't be that they give you the and indication. Dude, I, we used to go to a lot of dive bars and be in a lot of spots, and you can always see those motherfuckers, dude. Yeah. And it's just like. Check the shoes. $34 tennis shoes. They Check the shoes, bro. Yeah. White yeah. laces. Yeah. The laces stay go, white on those for some you reason. You should go to Big Five, <laughs> take pictures of the tennis shoes that they have for sale. Uh. And then when you're out there, you match them up. It's true. <laughs> it's it's so true, man. <laughs> and oh, on the topic of cop, fuck a fucking cop. Too, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, Schwartz, without going into any details, real quick, I just want to know, did anyone approach you in a bar to try to set up something and you look down at the shoes and you're like, oh, those, are, those aren't even new balance, man. Yeah. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Have you done Allegedly. that? Allegedly. Excellent. Allegedly. Excellent. All right, go ahead, Mr. Estrada, please. So I, I'm out. Um, I'm, I'm in a mall and these, I kind of notice these guys, but I don't pay much attention to it. I, I buy my wife something in, in a store. I buy her like this purse she wanted, right? Yeah. I go to... Foot Locker to go get her a pair of shoes she wanted. Sure. Well, I noticed these same two, and I'm paying oh, for everything no. in cash. I'm paying for everything in cash, and like my cash is rubber banded by thousands. Oh, so, as one does. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So this, this, <laughs> this store I'm in, Foot Locker, as I'm going to pay, I see these two guys again, and they're not like looking at shoes. They're kind of again hovering near where I am. Right. At that point, that's when I'm like, fuck, dude, this something's not kosher. Right. You know? Something's right. not kosher. No offense, Schwartz. Oh, yeah, no, no, Schwartz. No, no. no offense, Schwartz. Hey, I'm listening, man. Hey, it, it is not kosher. Right. Right. Hey, listen. If I live. Well, it's Shabbos right now, so thank you. Right, thank you. Hey, Shabbos. Shabbat Shalom. We shouldn't be touching anything technological. That's true. Very good. Thank you. So Sean does it. I go back to Macy's before I leave. And I grab my wife a matching watch to the purse, right? All right. Just being stupid. You're still just buying shit. Still buying shit. And as I go to pay, <laughs> counting out cash, they slap fucking two dudes are right. No, 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 no. They're right there again. And that's when I tell myself, this, this shit isn't right. I start moving different and I start noticing things. Um, at the end of my street, out of nowhere, there's like a, like a permanently set up RV trailer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and I was doing oh I was doing a bunch of dumb shit, dude. Dude, um, you should have made him follow you around to like some funny places in the mall, like go uh, shop for fucking weird things. Right. Go to Build a Bear. You're like, fuck <laughs> it. They're gonna fall. All right, there we go. Go right. to Build a Bear. Right. Go into Victoria's Secret. Just start buying big ass pants. Make yeah, a bear with a cop uniform. Hand. Yeah. <laughs> Show it to them. Be like, would this turn you on? These big ass fucking bloomers. <laughs> yeah, man. And so like at the same Is time. <laughs> At the same time, we're recording for this album. And uh, one day I get home. Man, you are a multitasker. One day I get home. <laughs> At the same time, and, uh, I'm pickling radishes. Yeah. And my wife my wife is acting weird, right? I get oh, home. No. It's late. She's acting like something's wrong. And so I finally, I'm like, yo, babe, what's up? Yeah. She says, there's a letter for you. I <sighs> set it down by the door. <sighs> by the door? Yeah. And it was from uh, Las, Las Vegas... District attorney. Ah. The DA. The DA. 
<laughs> Mr. Estrada, I know you've been having fun doing what you're doing, but uh, this is the money we confiscated. Unless you can show us proof for said money, we're going to indict you. Uh, going to get you moving forward on these charges, whatever. I don't remember exactly what it said. Okay? Right. At this point, dude, I'm like, I feel like my whole world is collapsing, dude. Right. You know, um, the weed game at that time had gotten very fucking weird. You couldn't right. trust anybody. People right. were getting robbed. Right. Um, yeah. And I didn't yeah. slow down. I just kept going and going. It's like, dude, I haven't gotten caught physically. They're never going to catch me. And mm. um, I just got to a point, dude, where I was so, like, I would make money. And I would be so miserably stressed out from how I made that money. Mm. I'd just be in, in the worst mood every day, all day, <sighs> all day. Mm. And uh, got to a point where I was like, you know what? I, I, can't, I can't do this anymore. I, I'm losing it, dude. I'm losing it. And uh, I kind of stopped hustling for a minute, got a regular job, and uh, then went right back to hustling. And then? As one does. Yeah, I did. What um, was the regular job? Were you working at like a like a Orange Julius or what were you doing? <laughs> Orange Julius. Orange Julius. I haven't had had that in a long time. That's how old I am. I was dating it. Best Orange Julius. Julius best Orange Julius. Hey, I think you went a little bit far. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you something about an Orange Julius. <laughs> the best, the best <laughs> Orange Julius outside of an Orange Julius spot is at the Bellagio Poker Room. Oh. One might not know that. You really are an old hey, man. Put a little egg, it's a uh, little egg, egg in yeah. the fucking orange. That's the trick. I egg mean, white. I know that, but yeah. I just love, I just love shorts. It's like, truth be told, <laughs> but how did they come up? With the the best thing that is, is for, bro. Truth it, be told. <laughs> Now listen, you're all laughing, but I the orange nosh, Julius, the bagel knife. <laughs> you want to quit fucking around and get a real bagel to the nosh. You got a nosh. You want to grow Sunday up, morning. all right, dude? Yeah, hey, well, Sunday morning. Hey, well, Sunday morning. Hey, you'll, find, you'll find me there tomorrow. What time? Seven thirty a.m. Seven thirty. Listen, I'm was, like, they have a real. I'm going. They I'm going. use the real oranges and they make the Julius. Oh, are we there? Hey, that good filter. Yeah, okay, bro. Wait, so right. wait a second. How's this end? Hey, how's it end? He's going to come back and tell us on the next uh, show. Well, he didn't get to play his guitar. Okay. Friend play, of the show. Can you, can you play this song? Can you play Nightcrawler yeah. by ACDC? Yeah. Let's yeah. go out with the live version. All right, let's do the live version. Yeah. Eric yeah, Strada producing. Um, he's a big time weed dealer about to get busted by the cops. <laughs> and you're going to hear the a stunning conclusion. On part two. And he's also creating an original uh, track for the show. Oh, yeah, it's almost done. What's it called? Well, so I did... Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, after listening to the show, listening to a bunch of intro songs, yeah, uh, listening to certain kind of bands and music people pick, yeah. Um, I did my own version of Slipping Into Darkness by War. I fucking love and it. And oh, it's yeah. live instruments. Um, I even put like a 16-bar spot in the middle that kind of gives you guys a big shout-out. It talks about hard luck. All right. Yeah, it's, All it's, right. It's, so Eric Estrada, listen, find him on Instagram, uh, supermaxhardware.com, uh -huh. Bowen, LLP.com. Go, go ahead and start, start it up, Mr. Uh, Eric Estrada. You are welcome to come hey, back on the show. Shout out to and the Pico Youth and Family Center, you guys. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Alan. Yeah. Let's and do it, here Eric. Is, Thanks for having me, gentlemen. Right. And here's yeah. Eric with a new cut from his album, Take It Away. Take It Away. 
stolen from an Africa land, chased out with a knife, with a face like Bob Marley, and a mouth like a motorbike. Oh well, the bars are always open, and the time is always right. And if God's good word goes unspoken, the music goes all night, and it goes. I want by my life it's good to be loved, and if I had a half pint by the Lord up above, and if I were Mike Tyson, I would look for a fight, and if I was a bull to ride, I would be staying up all night. If I was a king of rock, I would get super dumb, and if I were barely young, I'd be comfortably numb, and if I were barely young, I'd be comfortably numb, and if I. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com/purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.